bonjour, a bienvenue, can't hardly wait minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Meal non hundred. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. We're at minute 33, which begins with a girl running into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like the last straggler of that group of like six girls who had run into the bathroom. The one the um, bear would get, yes. Yes, exactly. And I have it going through Kenny deciding that his armpits smell fine. <laughs> there are scenes in movies that are so classic and so perfect mm-hmm. that even just the beginning of them is so amazing. It's like, you know, it's like the beginning. It's like, um, I don't know, the, the beginning of, a, of an amazing song where you're yeah. like, I just have to hear two seconds of this and I hear the whole song in my head and it just mm-hmm. plays out entirely. This is this minute ends in such a place. Yes. Yes, it does. So uh, my first note is, let's go pee in the pool. That's which is mine. What everyone, <laughs> which is what everyone except Kenny decides to do in response to there being no toilet paper and these girls having just cut them in line. Yes. Which I'm not going to say fair, but understandable. Sympathy, not empathy. See, mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm talking about. I get now, it, but I don't approve. <laughs> it is. Uh, it appears to be a, a male voice. Right. Saying this. So... I mean, you know, if, if a bunch of people with penises are going to go outdoors to pee, they don't have to pee in the pool. They could just pee on a bush. There's a vindictive element to this, oh, for definitely, sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I mean, you know, even somebody without a penis doesn't have to, you know, they, they could pee on a bush or whatever, but it, it is somewhat sure. harder. Um, sure. But. See Crossroads Minute. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So then, so we cut to, so I guess Kenny wanders into the Yeah, I think room? he, he, so yeah, he leaves the hallway and goes into the living room. Yeah. Or, or the fancy room or right. one, of, one of the rooms. Where we zoom in on the family portrait that hangs <laughs> above the mantle. Yep. <laughs> That has been vandalized. Sure I has. Uh, wrote down all the vandalizations, except one, but I will remember to put it in. I wrote, Mom is the devil. Girl whose party it is is smoking a joint. And Dad has a speech bubble that says, I really like boys. Um, Mom also has uh, saggy cartoon breasts. Yes. Yes. So. Um, and a blacked out tooth. And a blacked out tooth. Yes, yes, yes. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> my next note is, Girl whose party it is is losing her mind. Yes. <laughs> she how death ass. Yes. <laughs> she like understandably, but mm-hmm. like oh so over the top, again, excellent performance by her too. Like this I is maybe to, my favorite scene of her. Yeah. I have to wonder what did she think was gonna happen mm-hmm. when she invited the entire graduating cl- I like so at least Bogie Lowenstein, to his knowledge, only invited a select few friends over. Right. True. This girl invited well, 
maybe she didn't. Maybe she did not intend the party to be this big. Maybe she thought she invited a few select friends and then it got out and was passed around graduation. But I, I have always had the impression that based on the way she was acknowledging people when they were coming in, right. yes. she yes. was expecting this to be like their graduation party. Here's my, here's my headcanon. She's greeting people at the door and not freaking out. So I think, here's my headcanon. She thinks that she can control everyone. Yeah. She, she, she's one of those people that's like, oh, I have a death glare that works on everyone that works on no one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be um, real fun when she has kids who don't listen to her at all. Yeah. Because you know her uh, kids are not going to listen to her at all. I mean, I don't like to say this um, because it's not my personal lifestyle, but I sort of hope she does a lot of drugs in college and like just chills. Find find something to take the edge off of what is clearly an obsessive perfectionistic personality. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this part, maybe this party will be the beginning of that, where she's like, "Listen, who cares?" Yep. But God, you hope. There's a good chance she's she's not going to college after throwing this rager. Her parents might decide that (laughs) she's going to military school or something instead. So then Kenny, I guess not reading the room, (laughs) (laughs) walks up and asks if he can use the bathroom upstairs. And she turns on him with what can only be described as heat ray eyes. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And she says, no one is allowed upstairs. Yep. And then Kenny, who suddenly does read the room, mm-hmm. he's like, and and also getting revenge from earlier, says, you know, I think I saw, it's funny that I'm indicating with this <laughs> this black Sharpie. Yep. Um, he says, you know, I think that I saw that foreign exchange student walking around with a big black marker. Yep. And that is enough to say, okay, you can go upstairs, but no one else. No one else. <laughs> And then I wrote, for naming names, Kenny is allowed to go upstairs. Like, <laughs> I mean, in this particular scenario, though, like, I I get it. If I were right. her, I'd be like, okay, you know what? You did me a solid. I'll do you a solid. Right. Um. So she says, that little foreign dick. Yes. But the crowd noise jumps up on the word dick, mm-hmm. I think, in an effort to maintain the PG-13 rating. Yep. I had never noticed that before, and my brain had always either not heard it or or not processed it or just heard the dick and not whatever. But I was like, they cranked it a little yeah. bit right then. Yep. That's really funny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so then, okay, so now we're going to set up for what appears to be a classic sitcom scenario where she yells after him, hey, don't lock the door. Don't close the door. The doorknob's been a little... It's yeah. been a little funny. Don't close the Go door ahead. all the way. It's sort of broken. And he doesn't acknowledge her, and he's all the way across the house, across a crowd. So my thought was, oh, my God, he's not going to have heard her. Yeah. And he's going to close the door. But as Run DMC's It's Tricky starts playing, which I will start to, well, I'll talk about in a second, he gingerly closes the door most of the way, keeping it a little bit of a jar. Mm-hmm. And, like, good job, Kenny. Yeah. Like, you listened. Mm-hmm. You followed directions. Good job. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, Run DMC's It's Tricky. Um, I first heard it on this soundtrack, but I should have heard it many other places. It's 
aside from like the Aerosmith Walk This Way, mm-hmm. it's probably the most famous Run DMC song, if not the most. Um, it was the fourth and final single released from their third album, Raising Hell. Um, it was released early in 1987 through Profile Records and was co-produced by Rick Rubin and the group themselves, Rick Rubin being the guy who started the whole their whole career. Um, it peaked at number 57 on the Hot 100 and on number 21 at number 21 on the Hot R&B slash Hip Hop Songs chart. Uh, it samples My Sharona by The Knack, as well as the entire vocal structure from Mickey by Tony Basil. Okay. Which I had never put together before, but which is an accurate thing. It does. Yeah. It does do that. I mean, it's three people doing the Run DMC, like, vocal trade-off, but it is basically to the, oh, Mickey, you're so fine, yeah. like, sort of stuff. Um, the Knack, um, so you know you know My Sharona, oh, that yeah. song? Yeah. Yeah. So they sued Run DMC over the track in 2006, so that is 19 years after the fact. Yeah. And the lawsuit was settled out of court. So the Knack clearly low on funds in 2006. Apparently. <laughs> Why would you wait 19 years? I have to imagine it's they never listened to rap until then. Huh. And then they were watching the 1998 Graduation Party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, and they were like, hey, wait a minute. I guess. But That's really the only thing that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, then, he, then Kenny pulls out a Kama Sutra book, a pocket Kama Sutra book from his backpack. He sure does. Um, let me tell you a little bit about the Kama Sutra. Um, mostly, so uh, it's an ancient Indian Sanskrit text on sexuality, eroticism, and emotional fulfillment in life. The Kama Sutra is neither exclusively, oh, sorry, it attributed to Vata, Vatsyanyana, Vatsyanyana, the Kama Sutra is neither exclusively nor predominantly a sex manual on sex positions. It is written as a guide to the art of living well, the nature of love, finding a life partner, maintaining one's love life, and other aspects pertaining to pleasure-oriented faculties of human life. And so yet. <laughs> that, the, and yet, that pocket Kama Sutra um, was just going to be pictures of people having sex in different positions. Yeah. So... I'm I'm sort of sad for the whole, the whole Kama Sutra. It's like if the Bible was used as like a torture guide. Yeah. Like the Bible, you know the the thing where they torture people with crosses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's in there. But like, it's not the whole thing. Oh yeah. Well, here's my pocket Bible that just has torture stuff. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yep. So no, it's exactly like that, and you know, good job, Western culture. Just yeah. appropriating the parts you like of other the, cultures. Exactly. The, right. It says the majority of the book is about the philosophy and theory of love, what triggers desire, what sustains it, and how and when it is good or bad. It sounds... So, I mean, I've never read the Kama Sutra. Me neither. But it sounds like it's probably a pretty good book to, you know, do, do a bit yeah. of a deep dive into and learn here's, some stuff about. My- yeah, exactly. I think it sounds it sounds very. I don't want to belittle it by calling it like self helpy, but like it's sort of like a a, a life guide, like yeah. it's sort of a bigger thing. Um, my imagination, based on um how Europeans are, and Americans or whatever, um, is that someone got a hold of this book, 
it was written in another language, but there were pictures. Yep. So they were like, Kama Bingo. Sutra, sex book. Yep. Got it. <laughs> yep. That sounds With- extremely <laughs> accurate. Yes. Whether that person was a 14-year-old boy or just a 14-year-old boy at heart, you know, a man. Uh-huh. Sex pictures. <laughs> yeah. Sex pictures. Done. Publish it. Yep. <laughs> so, but uh, that is the last note that I have for this. Um, Kenny is, we're going to say getting ready, I guess. Yeah. He's, well, you know, he's kind of doing his whole, he was going to, you know, he, he's preparing to go to the pool house. Mm-hmm. And you got to start by, I guess, looking at pictures of people having sex in different positions. You know, a little light reading. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good way to to, to get the the. Mm. You were about I to say, say juice is flowing. flowing. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna cut that. <laughs> well, you said he starts doing his whole, so I guess well, this is just an episode for James Wilcox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How about some social media? Let's do some social media. So if if you want to talk to us about flowing juices or holes you can do so at colin <laughs> m parker yep. <laughs> no you that is can, where we are both located we are both located at colin m parker on twitter <laughs> no our podcast can be found on twitter at je underscore minute movies individually i'm at unabashedly aaron and i'm at unabashed james we are proud members of the Scavengers Network, who has a whole bunch of just amazing content that you can consume, not just podcasts. Oh, no. If you go to twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network, you'll find our Twitch stream. There is something streaming daily. There's a couple times a week when I'm on. Our Thanks for the Lyrics co-host Tracy is on a whole bunch. James mm-hmm. is on once a month doing War with the Evil Power Master. There's there's yep. just a ton of really, really good stuff happening that you can pretty much find something no matter what type of stream you are interested in. So go to twitch.tv slash the scavengers network and check it out. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good time. Yep. You know what else that makes me think of? What? (laughs) Time is honeys. Go hot dogs. That was a bad segue. It took me a second to realize what you had set up there. I didn't see I didn't see the that you had served the ball until it hit me in the face. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.